Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And... Oh, this is me. I am Patrick. Yes, for the third episode in a row. We yeah. Got our guest Patrick and Sepp is here, but Hi. she's on her phone. Yeah, I'm... Hey. <laughs> Calling her out. Because I'm trying to type up my list. I know. So I in know. three days, you don't go, did you write the list this time? <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm no. trying to run a podcast <laughs> and the marketing. <laughs> it's so hard to... Like, I got to listen to the whole podcast over I'm again to know what to you rank. I'm trying to get ahead of the ball here and actually do something that you want me to do for once. Thank you. And I'm getting called out for it. I love how you're taking this out. He called you out. (laughs) He called you out. Listen, you're his guest. He's responsible for you. You're also both named Dan. (laughs) I've lived with that that, that dilemma my entire life because my dad's name is also Dan. (laughs) It's just... This so is why fun. you're not having can we get, a third. Can we get three Dans in a room and see what happens? <laughs> Dan, Dan, and Dan. All right. That's just Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, my God. But who oh, has no. two ends? <laughs> you, you're Danny. No. No, no, I'd be Danny. Dan, Dan, and Danny. <laughs> yes, uh, it Never mind. This is stupid. <laughs> <Okay>, let's, <laughs> let's, all right. Let's get to the episode here. This is part three of our four-part series on ranking the MCU. And we are doing numbers 12 through 6 today. Does anyone remember what my last one was? Because I don't have them numbered in my notes. I have them in a list form. They're in a list form that I can reference while editing the podcast. Well, I know Pat and I's last one were both far from home. Yes. I don't know what yours was. Mine was an Does anyone remember me talking about Guardians 2? Uh, I feel like it was this. Yes, it was. That was your last one. You're right. Yes, because I I got a little upset. (laughs) Yeah, you, you were a little hurt. It's okay. Okay, cool. I, I am all set. All right, then let's get to it. Number 12 coming up right now, and my number 12 is Avengers Age of Ultron. So, okay. <laughs> what? Nothing. Oh, I, what? I thought we were, you know, I thought we were in tune. No, <laughs> we're not. I'm glad um, that we skipped the intro entirely. Like, at this point, no, that this was is... the intro. Oh, this is leading up to Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, no, cool. I was going to say, we didn't describe what we're doing at all. We just introduced ourselves, and then we started arguing. Like, at this point, listen, at this point, what other episode, episode three. This is episode three. Hopefully, on, they on understand an, on what's MCU going on. List. They know what's going on. It's, it's a fun. little intense at this point. We're really drunk, <laughs> drank the movies. Okay, let's go. All right. Anyway, so, Age of Ultron is my number 12. Um... I'm going to start off with a little trivia fact here. So when Hawkeye is talking to Scarlet Witch in the, like, whatever, in Sokovia or whatever, and trying to get her to, you know, come Like out. you're an Avenger, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Uh, if you get hurt, hurt her back. If you get killed, walk it off. So when they're showing the three characters in that, Quicksilver is shown when um, it says get killed. So a little foreshadowing there in Act 3. Um, he, so that was, he did not walk it off. He did not humor. walk it off <laughs> at all. But he came back in a, in a some way, sort of. Yeah, WandaVision. Close, like, sort of, maybe. Yeah, it was Evan Peters. It's fine. It's the better question. Uh, no, no, no. Over. It was Ralph Boner. Boner. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> anyway, so this movie, um, <clears throat> uh, another trivia fact, actually. Let's go with this one, too. Um, I, and the idea for this movie was created in 45 minutes, according to Joss Whedon. In, and this is from the... Uh, a documentary, the story of Marvel Studios, the making of the MCU or whatever. Um, 45, I mean, it was already 45 a comic, minutes, though. most of the movie was already plotted out and everything. Language caps. <laughs> Starting off with that. We were right going to use that in the tease. Yeah, we were going to use that in the tease. Language. Couldn't find a way to use it, um, though. Yeah, no. <clears throat> um, <laughs> you and Banner better not be playing hide the zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh my ass off yeah. every time I hear that. 
Um, that must hurt. But this movie has a lot of... <laughs> continues to set up for civil war between Iron Man and Cap. Uh, you know, just splitting them apart even more in this movie. Um, it's... The Hulkbuster scene was fantastic. I loved that scene when Scarlet Witch took over Banner and he became Evil Hulk. You know, oh yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. Saw that see the Hulkbuster. Ooh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I, I did enjoy the Hulkbuster. That it was pretty much modeled. I think a lot more to like the Mark II, mm-hmm. which was brought out during um, around the Civil War time for the comics. Okay, yeah. which was kind of cool to see. Yeah. So this is kind that, of like a precursor to. I mean, it is. It is in the C- MCU. It's a precursor to Civil War, but well, no. But the the Hulk Buster's always Thor has. I mean, not Thor. Um, Iron Man always has a Buster for everyone. They just don't always work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the actual villain in this movie, Ultron. He's continuously updating throughout the film and getting bigger and larger and more threatening. And James Spader is fantastic voice for him. I I think I don't think they could have picked anybody better to voice Ultron. Honestly, sinister. Very, like he is, very sinister. Perfect. Um, and I'm not still 100% certain that Ultron is gone. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, <clears throat> in Homecoming, you know when Peter gets on the, the plane, um, on, yeah. on the Stark plane? Yeah. And you see all, like, him like, kind of like, unpack all the, all the stuff that's in there? Yeah. He pulls out an Ultron head, and mm-hmm. the Ul- Ultron's eyes are red. Oh. So that means that Ultron's still alive, and he's still he's just kind of chilling, hanging out till till he can resurface. Which I wouldn't put it past Marvel to do. So yeah, I mean they were doing that, kind that of is, what if, but that is very much yeah. kind of a you know also like the few times I've read about him in the comic books, he's just disappeared for a little while, and then all of a sudden, why does he have upgrades? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's gotten access to something somehow. Yep. Anyway. I've been on long enough here. Talk about Age of Ultron. Pat, what's your number 12? Uh, my number 12 is Doctor Strange. Okay. Okay. Um, I love the effects. Oh. The, I mean, and also for me, the, the costume is what sold this character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he, it looks like he walked out of the comic book with right. a slightly less ridiculous collar just because that collar does go, go but six inches above yeah, his head like, for most of his yeah. comic book run. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it did show that... In his early bits, in early days in the comics, he was borderline god at times. He was warping reality, however he's felt needed, and doing all this other stuff. They didn't really know what to do with him for a while, so they just let him do all this crazy stuff before they started giving him rules. And they kind of showed that with him breaking all of the rules, mm. which was nice because I'm like, ah, yeah, cool. He doesn't care about the rules, but he's also like, getting that middle ground. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we do see him go breaking all the rules in uh, yeah. What If, which yes. I thought, you know, one of my favorite was, episodes of that series. Which was fantastic, yeah. and that, that very much showed not not so much the absorption of everything, but, like, it did show his kind of upper limits of, like, <clears throat> what Doctor Strange is potential of. Mm-hmm. And, like, we got the teasing in the movie, and then we saw that in What If. Yeah. And I was like, this. They they can't get rid of Benedict. Like ever. he's great. He has to stay. <laughs> yeah, he is Doctor Strange at this point. Just like he's Tony Stark or uh, Robert yeah, Downey Jr. Jr. is Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah, those two are just good. I really don't have anything too bad, but I will say my favorite line, and it's still kind of like this is what kind of brought it into the top twelve, like the upper half of my list. Yeah, is the the Dormammu I've come to come or, to bargain. Come to <laughs> <laughs> just that because, repeat scene. <laughs> yeah, because you don't bargain with. Beings like Dormammu, they yeah. just tell you what they want, yeah. and you go, yes, sir, and move on with your day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of Dormammu, um, 
I think Benedict Cumberbatch plays both Dormammu and Doctor Strange. He does. The, he does play them both? Okay. Yes. That's that's crazy. I mean, the only person that could really play both of them, I think, is him. Yeah. It just it just works out better that way. I mean, because he's had experience from uh, Desolation of Smaug, where he played, oh, he yeah. played Smaug. <laughs> I, I smelled you. I love the video from that. <laughs> yeah, he was mo-capped for that. Yeah, he's like crawling on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> full body. Glorious. <laughs> just glorious. I feel like, and this might sound really weird, I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch is a little underappreciated because I feel like Sherlock, while he did a really, really good job, it kind of got him, gave him a bad light because of the fandom and everyone surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I look at him, I still think of Sherlock and then I have to like, step back for a minute i'm like no like this man is so incredibly talented and like so good at literally everything he's in like i don't think i've ever seen benedict cumberbatch in something that i haven't liked i'm just my only curiosity is i haven't looked into it is how did they have him fight his cloak (laughs) for recording like they're not choking him out with a wire but like (laughs) they're choking him out with a wire like how did they do this (laughs) i have no clue dude i hollywood is magical yeah it's just one of those little things where I'm like, I get, I, look, I still got to look that up for I that movie. I love Doctor Strange yeah. so much. Yeah. All right, um, so what's your number twelve? Uh, spoiler alert: I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shang Chi. I'm just kind of gonna dump it here. Okay. Because I don't. Want You've seen the trailer to... though, right? I think so. So you've seen all the good parts. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, wow, that bus scene was so great, no, guys. You, you really, do you really do need to see, need to see the bus. Scene, yeah, though. I'm gonna <laughs> watch really the movie that, that, eventually. Is, that is a YouTube. Okay, so here's watch. the thing. It took me almost six years to watch Civil War, and I watched it an hour ago. See, yeah, the thing is, the thing is, now here's the thing. I've watched it three times with her in the room. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Three times being like, hey, you want to watch Civil War? Yeah, okay. And then you play the Animal Crossing thing, or something. Literally, the only thing I remembered from the movie was Ant-Man going into Tony's suit, and then the scene like in the beginning with Zemo with the guy hanging upside down in the sink. That's, Why that's that scene? I don't know, but it just it traumatized me a lot, <laughs> and it just like stuck in my brain. Anyway, this is now kind of the final part of the podcast where I go, "Oh, I haven't seen this. I'm just gonna dump it here." There's right. a movie where I've only seen 40 minutes of it, but I'm not gonna talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> oh, Danny boy, it's your turn. I don't have anything else to say, unfortunately. Okay. All right, so. My number 12, right? 12. It's not Age of Ultron because you thought we were on the it's same page. It's not Age of Ultron. I thought we were on the same page, but you <laughs> broke my heart there. It's okay. Um, Iron Man. Okay. The very okay. first one. Okay. This used to be number like three or something yeah. for me because it was How so- How long ago are we talking? We're talking like two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, but after, because I hadn't rewatched it. Okay. And after rewatching it, I'm like, wow, this is a, still a solid movie. <laughs> very enjoyable. Solid origin story. That first suit up in the his garage in Mark II suit is just gold. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where he's like kind of like rolls his shoulders and then like <laughs> claps down, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, really good. Uh, establishing Tony's small arc from a warmonger to Iron Man. It's funny. CGI still holds up considering it was 2008. Yeah, it does. Really? Like, it's crazy. Um, falls into the homogenous Marvel third act with just fight scenes happening and not too much story, though. And it's at the time... At the time, I think it was so revolutionary because, like, we get to see, like, this full-on CGI awesome fight that's, like, well choreographed and, like, yeah. you know, but it's become homogenized by the rest of Marvel, and that's where can they kind of shot themselves I mean, in the foot, you know? If you watch the previous Marvel movies, that, yeah. is, that is always their third act. Yep. Like, what, Fantastic Four and stuff? Fantastic Four, Blade, all of them. There's just 
there's a fight. Yeah. It, it builds up to a big fight. There's a big fight. And then they all come back from it. So they're still falling back to the original Marvel. I guess. Yeah, I guess pattern. So. I guess this one felt different at the time because it was, it was a character story at first. And then, uh, well, this is before I saw Shang-Chi. So I said, curious to see how Ten Rings shown here apply to Shang-Chi. So, uh, something this movie does that was unique. It revealed Tony's secret identity, which was a staple for comic book movies and superheroes. So like my only experience with superhero movies before Iron Man was Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. uh, a, like 20 minutes of Blade, um, and Spider-Man. So, Toby. To, to Toby, <laughs> to Spider Man, secret identity was everything. So I'm like, wow, yeah. secret identity is like fucking important. It's like shit right yeah. up in here. And then he's, they just throw away it in this movie, like, oh, yeah, uh, I am Iron Man. A great mm. ending line. You know, I, I love a good Iron Man, or I am Iron Man. I love a good Iron Man. <laughs> I love a good Iron Man. <laughs> um, the terrorists and Ironmonger are relatively weak villains. This isn't the weakest I've seen, um, but. Come on, it's just the evil. It's just the villain or the hero that, but but he's evil, you know. Yeah, and that's typical movies, though. And Jeff Bridges bald. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Sep. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. It's solid, but Good, we've seen you up. <laughs> we've seen way better. We've seen better from Marvel. So okay, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, that's number 12. Anybody else want to talk about any of the movies you just talked about? No? Uh, I was giggling when you first started because I was looking down at my list and I typed Iron Mar. <laughs> and it killed me. And it reminded me of Tony Stank. <laughs> Is there a Tony Stank in here? <laughs> no, I'm only giggling about that because I saw that scene an hour ago yep. for the first time. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on to number 11. My number 11 you may recognize the quote in this movie from the tease that we did this week. Um, it is, hi, I'm Scott. Did, did he just say my name is Scott? Hi, my name is Scott or whatever. <laughs> did he just hi? Yeah. So Ant-Man is my number 11 movie. Very high. It is very high because I love this movie, mainly because it's a fun movie. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's high energy, honestly. It's a heist movie for Marvel, which they hadn't had up to this point. And Michael Pena. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Michael Payne is just a treasure. He's such a treasure. Uh, Baskin Robbins always finds out. I mean, (laughs) that was that was a very good line. And I was like, Oh "Oh, no, I can't go to Baskin Robbins anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It it had a lot of heart. This movie and Anthony stole my heart. Um, Weird freaking ant. I love that ant man. Scared the shit out of me. There, I love that ant man. Oh god, uh, I'm gonna kill myself. We we caught it. We just didn't want to let you know that we caught it. Sorry, okay. bud. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so the film, the filmmakers in this movie, they say it's about you know passing the torch, I guess, one man to the other. I don't think so. I think it's about resolving issues with the family that aban- that you abandon, and you're making up for it. Like you know, it's kind of a redemption movie, like making up for your past sins and stuff like that, along with you know, saving the world <laughs> with some ants, some ants, and. Um, the villain Yellow Jacket, he's kind of, he's very intimidating. Um, I forget who the actor who plays Corey Stoll. Corey Stoll, yeah. Um, he's really well done. I don't know if he's necessarily gone yet either as a villain. He's in the quantum realm, so he could come back. Quantum mania. Could be like really, yeah. really crazy. 
Yeah, he could be. Yeah, kind of like... Yeah. Janet Van Dyne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She survived, so... <clears throat> she might be a little cuckoo. Who knows? Um, or she's like a villain in the third one. Dude, I don't know. But we got Kang in the third one, Yeah, so. okay, Kang. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's great. All right, well, Ant-Man is my 11. So, Patrick, what's your number 11? Because um, I... It's, it's all of the home names, and it bothers me. The first Tom Holland Spider-Man. <laughs> hey! <laughs> okay. I, 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 so I Civil War. Up. No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you hate that homecoming? one even more. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's homecoming. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. It was a nice. For me, it was just a nice Spider-Man movie. I got to see some of my favorite villains, mm-hmm. um, both in the post-credit scene and in the whole leading up to in the in Vulture's gang. Yeah, we had Shocker. We had um, Scorpion, Scorpion was the last one. We had yeah. Shocker two. Shocker <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Shocker is a weird Vulture. name. I do. I do love Herman Schultz just because he is. That, <laughs> yeah. He's that that guy. That's he got, got some, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always been that guy that's just there. Like yeah. he's got some really cool tech, but like beyond that, he's not a good villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I thought this was the anti-gravity he's, gun. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's your bank Robin villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what because like, have you seen the spectacular Spider-Man the ser- animated series? I have not watched all of it. Okay. Well, so they kind of treat Sandman as like the just the rob the bank guy. He's yeah. kind of like just stupid. The same thing with um, who, oh, what's his name? Uh, Rhino. Oh Where, yeah. B- Rhino before is, he gets the Rhino yeah. outfit, you know, because he's just a petty criminal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it, one of my notes is I love the Sinister Six build up because you you see all the members. Yeah. You see enough. You see enough members for a Sinister Six team in this movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they're going to be actively with superpowers and suits and ready to go. But you you see them. Mac Gargan as a, as the Scorpion, and then later in, um, he's one of the better Venoms in the comics. Okay. I, oh yeah, I yeah. remember hearing about that. Mac Gargan was a really good Venom. Weird. Weird uh, Venom. Maybe they'll do that with like, you know because now that with the Venom crossover. Yeah. Well, yeah. I never know. I mean, um, accurate powers, all of the stuff that I'm looking for. Um, and this one very much kind of felt like a hero coming of age story for me. Mm. So like I, I did enjoy the fact that it was like Spider-Man figuring out how yeah. to be Spider-Man. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, not done. just like, not, not just the, not the origin anymore. story. No, not an origin story, but he's, he's got his powers. He's fit. He's got that part nailed down. Seven but now months, he's like, yeah, six months or so, whatever. But now he's like, okay, how do I, how do I be Spider-Man? Like, how do I, how do I do this? Yeah. Yeah, the movie standing, all, standing on the rooftop, do a flip. <laughs> yeah, the movie okay. all, also seemed like it took a lot of inspiration from like you know the John Hughes movies. Oh yeah, it def, definitely yeah. did. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I don't know once it's not really Breakfast Club. No, maybe more Pretty in Pink, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, definitely one of those. Um, like, um, Ned is Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely had those vibes in it, and it's it's fantastic. And then there's always yeah. The fun um, opening thing with Civil War and all that stuff with his whole yeah, video. Dude. Yeah, and I like I like that because they kind of like intertwine it. And that was the most like so yes. going back. To, if, if anyone doesn't know, I, I've teased it a bunch of times. I have a Marvel supercut that I that I've edited every. No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he I, I used to like do this thing nonstop with like when he used to live here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but uh, I have a, every a Marvel supercut of every. Um, Marvel scene in order chronologically, including the shows, including well, some of the shows. I haven't finished it. Like I stopped okay. at Loki. Um, you just don't have what if then? Yeah, because what if? Because, well, now we're getting into multiple timelines, and there's only yeah, there's if, only one if, timeline right. in in right. editors. You're so right, like, 
What do yeah. you do? You know, multiverse, uh, what if, and Bandersnatch all the multiverse that stuff. Shit. Is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to have three different like cuts of like you know different stuff at the multiverse for Phase Four. You know what? But do different endings. Just just clue this. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna do say endings. do a clue. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, that was the most fun part. Like editing in the um the short film that oh, um, yeah. in Homecoming that's, that like cool. he you know because I'm like you know uh when he's like he's in a sweatsuit just buzzing around and all of a yeah. sudden he's in an actual Spider-Man suit. He's at an airport fight with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I don't like, I'm, I, I've said my, my sense about civil war, but that, that airport, one well, of my problems with that airport it could have been so much more. It could have been so much more, but it was still very good for what they had. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I remember everyone like like coming out like when it first came out and it was like, dude, it's so good. It's the scene of Marvel and like, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's pretty cool. We got to see Giant Man and yeah. like, yeah. You know. the, um, my favorite thing though is the the look on Bucky's face when he throws a punch at Spider Man. Mm. Oh yeah, and he catches that fist. Bucky's like, wait a minute. Whoa, you don't arm dude. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> but you just see the look on Bucky's face of the hell is this kid? Because I was gonna splat him all over the pavement, <laughs> and yet. Here he is holding my hand. <laughs> oh crap! Not, not like Cap holding his hand. No, this but... is terrifyingly holding his hand. Yeah. All right, Sep. Uh, let's move on to your number eleven. What do you? Um, what do you got for us? Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, it's honestly kind of only this high on the list because I really, really like Cap, and he's kind of. Just I think up until about an hour and a half ago. I feel like you said this already. Winter Soldier? No, I didn't. I feel like I didn't. No. Pat said it was a bromance. Pat went off about Winter Soldier. I had my... I had my destruction... Is that last episode? Yes. Okay, then. I had my destruction of Winter Soldier already. No, I mean... Did I say it already? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. I don't remember you saying Because I remember talking about... I remember talking about how I just don't give a fuck about Bucky... But I don't remember when I said that. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's only this high on the list because up until about an hour and a half ago, Captain America was my favorite character in the franchise. Civil War tainted my image of him a little bit. Really? But we'll get into that. Oh. <laughs> we'll get into that. Well, let's get into that now. <laughs> oh, no, she's going to destroy yeah, I'm, my I'm dreams. A little, I'm a little curious on this. No, uh, so I will no. talk about Civil War. Oh, yeah, that's right. When right. we get to Civil War, right, right. which won't be too long. Okay. Um, great. It's coming up. <laughs> fucking great. It's coming up soon. But right. it's just as high on the list because I I mean I do still really like Cap. He's still like top three guys. He was number one and then I Dude's a little bit of a dick bag sometimes. Everybody's a bit of a dick bag. Dude's a little bit of a dick bag sometimes, and I think I'm doubling down on that because I do not give any fucks about Bucky. <laughs> I do not care about this man whatsoever. And I think it's another, I think my five years that I spent on Tumblr have really, like, ruined a couple characters for me because I only think of Bucky as everybody, ooh, Stucky, ooh, Steve, ooh, Bucky, and I just am so fucking tired of it. You know what? I'm so tired of it. Tumblr does ruin a lot of characters. (laughs) Yeah. I think another thing with Bucky is that, like, he never really got... A character. He never mm-hmm. became a character until the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I, th- I, so yeah. he had no development because so um, stabby little. stab, shooty shoot kind of guy. Yeah, the he couple, didn't really do anything. the few interactions between Sam and Bucky that I saw in Civil War were so good. And I'm assuming I'm gonna love Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But speaking where I am currently, I don't. 
give a fuck about Bucky. Mm. And it's just tanks a little bit. Understandable. All right. Okay. I, w- I will get to that when I, when I talk about it. But I have a lot to say about your, your comments. Anyway, <laughs> um, my number 11 is Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. Um, you guys are so close. You were so close, close, Dan. Close. What the fuck? I've been more on par with him than anything. And, <laughs> this, is where, here. <laughs> this is where I petitioned to um, you know get rid of the time limit on this one because I have so many notes. Oh, God. All right. Honestly, listen, my let's, let's get him rapid fire and then I don't yeah. think I've yeah. talked about a movie for more than thirty seconds max, so he can just take all the minutes I've been building up. All right, cool. All right, my main gripe with that. this movie is the fact that Joss Whedon couldn't help but Whedonize Ultron and make him jokey. Uh, yeah. James Spader has such a dark voice, and it would be perfect to make him a true threat. That's that's like my main gripe with this movie, like where he's like fucking um in that one scene where like he scares um. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. He's like, guys, come back. What are you doing? I'm like, wow, why'd you do that? You were like, so like, there are no strings on me. You know, it's so <laughs> fucking perfect. He could have been the perfect villain, but he's all like, he's all like, um, well, he didn't need them. He, he, he didn't think he, he didn't need them. So. But he's a jokey man. You know what he's like? Well, that's Marvel in general. He has a pun at the end. He's like, this is the best that I can do. Fuck off, man. <laughs> okay. The potential had or the potential Ultron had to be a scary and intimidating villain cannot be overstated. I'm fine with this introduction to Wanda and Pietro, mostly Wanda. Um, <laughs> don't love the accent. Glad they got rid of it. Um, this opening scene is also god tier. Just so much fun and inventive, yes. and shows how the Avengers have grown together as a team. I love that we can just jump Excelsior. in. <laughs> yeah, language cap. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's just so back and forth. It's it's perfect. So like, you know, Joss Whedon did the work in Avengers, the very first one in 2012, and he's able to jump into this awesome, like, just you know, you know, explain the time that like, that has passed yeah. and give them each person their own. Their own like little thing, you know, like Thor's like a glad. Luckily, I am mighty, and then like, he's just like instantly kind of like going back to like kind of jumping forward to Thor Ragnarok, where he becomes more jokey, where like you know so ironic, where because he, he's like I am mighty. Oh no, I'm in the vision. No. <laughs> um, what else? The romance between Natasha and Bruce isn't my favorite. Seems forced, um, and I'm pretty sure that Joss Whedon didn't want to include it. I may be wrong on that. I'm pretty sure the studio or Kevin Feige wanted to do that. I don't know. Doesn't I work. Don't know. I, Honestly, I'm not really a big fan of like most of the romance in any of the Marvel movies. Yeah, I agree. I think it doesn't really work. The only one I'm really okay with is Pepper and Tony. Yeah, yeah. and that was just built up. Yeah, like, but know. I just I'm not huge. I, and hear me out. I adore WandaVision. I don't love. WandaVision. I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. What about MJ too, too much. MJ and Peter. It's okay. There has been some major drama with that relationship over the years, and it needs to happen for now. (laughs) Like, I'm not, that's, but, um, I don't know, fucking, the shit with Steve and Sharon just makes me roll my eyes, and then anything with Natasha and anybody, for that matter, just makes me roll my eyes. Just, Um. I will say, a note from the comics that I did like about the whole Widow Hulk thing. Mm-hmm. Hulk doesn't trust many people. Banner doesn't trust many people. Mm-hmm. So having that start off with the like Hulk and Banner are picking Widow to put everything into to trust. Mm-hmm. I'm there for that. The second they start flirting a little bit, I'm like, no, 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 stop. Well, but stop that's it. the thing. But the, <laughs> I... but the, the trust there, 
mm-hmm. is perfect because like for a while Daredevil was Hulk's lawyer, Hulk and Banner's lawyer, mm-hmm. and there was a time where he used a sonic gun as a cattle prod for the Hulk, <laughs> and there were no problems between Daredevil and Hulk mm-hmm. because they could trust each other. Mm-hmm. So like obviously Daredevil's not a part of the Avengers. Not he's yet. Not, he's not. He's not <laughs> part of this movie series yet. Um. So like, go ahead, pick Widow. Give him the trust. Yeah. But cut the romance. Yeah. I like. I love the relationship they have, like as friends, and like having that trust in each other. But the moment you kind of step over that line, it just feels unnecessary because it also doesn't really seem to suit their characters. Yeah, like I don't really see Natasha as a character who like has a romantic partner. Yeah. It just doesn't really. I don't know. All right. Let's keep going with your... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, th- I'm only halfway through my notes. Ah! So. Of course you are. <laughs> let's, let's speed up a little. If it held this kind of creativity with the Iron Legion, which I fucking love, uh, the hammer scene, the Hulkbuster, to the end of just an army versus the Avengers third act, this would be way better. Because You're complaining a lot about a movie that's number 12 on your list. I'm, I'm 11, getting to it. 11. I'm getting to it. And it's a very superficial reason why I like it. <laughs> why I like it so much. That's all of my taste. It's okay. They did some good world building with the doctor that was working on Vision and the growing distrust in the Avengers. I would have liked to see more of that in this. Oh, yeah. With, you know, when, like, Cap breaks the log. He's like, you want to fucking go, Tony? <laughs> you know, I'm like, perfect. Setting up Civil War. I'm geared up for it already. So, you know. Um, then they have, the, they have the whole, like, kind of midpoint scene of them, like, team building. At the at the farm at, K- at Clint's house, oh yeah, 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 you know, great, great scenes, great low character moments that like you know we don't have to we don't have to be explodey and like and we get kill everything. Linda Cardellini, so and we got Linda Cardellini, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting to her. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but because it sort of regresses into a generic MCU movie, it loses points. Um, they had me in the beginning though. Also, unpopular opinion, I think they would should have done so. Wait, done is go from jokey to light in the first act and then go pretty serious in the rest of the movie once Ultron is introduced, like how they were doing with the trailers, like, you know, letting people like letting civilians die. I would have loved to see the cap fail to catch that car of, you know, um, the trailer really sold a dark and gloomy Avengers movie that I was loving. And uh, it's kind of disappointing that there weren't more serious themes and another slight compliment or complaint Thor. Fuck Jesus. Christ. <laughs> complaint Thor kind of fucks off after the midpoint. I don't love that. A good yeah. point is make the farm scene with Clint's family. Uh, a good point to make is the farm scene yeah, with Clint's he had family. That, he had that weird well scene where he's just kind of in the... He's like, ah, lightning! Yeah, that was <laughs> weird. Um, like Whedon said behind the scenes when fighting to keep it in, because it's slow and boring, as the studio said, he said that is the movie. So I was wrong about the um, Thor lifting hammer scene. Uh, a piece of... Uh, trivia for that part of the movie um it, it like it confused us but like um apparently it was either extend that scene with thor in the water or cut the farmhouse scenes so that's what it came down to mm. Mm. yeah i think i'd rather see the farmhouse scenes i would team building yeah team building works yeah. works for the movie yep. um overall i like this don't love it and i know where they could have improved with small tweaks which is disappointing I remember I told a guy when I worked at the movie theater that this was my most anticipated movie of the year in 2015, and I was stupid because I forgot Force Awakens came out that year. You big dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my notes didn't say why I like this movie. Um, it's fresh. It just feels very fresh compared to the rest of the MCU. It's different, and but in a great way. You know, same thing with Shang Chi was different in a good way. This is different in a good way. Okay. And you know, because we get we jump right into the action of the the Avengers being a team. We don't. Because after this, we see them break apart. 
This is the first. This is the only movie in the MCU that we see them be a good team together, and then get mad at Tony because he's a fucking idiot. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, those are my notes. They're Age of Ultron. I thought it was going to be longer, but right, there. and to extend this thing a little bit longer, um, the scene with uh, Black Widow and Banner when she pushes him down the fucking well, um, yeah. and he becomes Hulk again. The uh, orchestral theme that's playing in the background is lifted from the Kingdom Hearts video game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't recognize that either. I was like, oh, that's weird. I did not <laughs> okay. play Kingdom Hearts, so I wouldn't have noticed it. Yeah, I, I don't either. I, don't I need to go back and watch this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this movie fairly recently. Yeah. yeah. I need to watch it again. And I also need to tell, now I need to tell my wife about this yep. because she's the Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah. Like, we bought a PS4 for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> I I would not have caught that. I'm surprised yeah. she didn't catch that because she helped me watch go through all these rewatches. Yeah, I think you'd you get a kick out of that one. Um, all right, moving on to number ten. We are in the top ten now, everybody. In the top ten, the best of the best, mm-hmm. or so they say. All right, my number ten movie is Spider Man Homecoming. So it I had to put this in the top ten. It was this or Ant Man. I'm like. Spider-Man's got to go top 10. It, it just, I had to put it there. There's no other rhyme or reason why I put it there. Um, it's, again, I talked about the whole opening with Civil War, and they go back to that with Peter's home movie thing. Um, oh, Danny, I remember a while ago, we wanted to do a whole thing on this channel for on who's your favorite Spider-Man. Let's fucking do that now. Okay, cool. Let's do it, yeah. Yeah, let's do our favorite. <laughs> Marking that. All right, yeah. cool. Let's go. Who's... All right, so my favorite Spider-Man, I, I didn't even think about this. I just saw it in my notes. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> not um, prepared at all. I'm I got all my arguments right this. now. If, if it helps, I am very prepared for this one. Okay, you can go first, Pat. Because while Tom Holland is a is my favorite overall, I would still love a supercut of Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. I do not want to see Maguire in the Spider-Man suit, and I never want to see to- Andrew Garfield out of it <laughs> okay because mcguire was a good peter parker he was kind of sappy always there like good yeah. with the tech stuff all that cool andrew garfield's too smooth okay too smooth as peter parker i did not like that but he was great in the suit oh no sharp pointy things how did you know my one weakness <laughs> like nailed it that's spider-man yeah he's yeah. going to sass the crap out of you while beating the crap out of you mm-hmm. very true you got one sub I had a burp. Uh, oh, it's Tom Holland, okay. which I mean, we all expected. Yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like he. I personally really, really like his Peter Parker, and I know that's kind of a hot take, and I know you're upset. Cause no, he's I, like, I do like. He's his, just 15 forever. He is. He's <laughs> forever, and that yeah. does bother me. But no, he does have a very good balance. I think he captures the both Spider-Man and Peter Parker really well. Toby's way too old for me, and then Andrew Garfield's too pretty. So I think Andrew Garfield makes a really good Spider-Man. And Toby makes a good old Peter Parker. But I will say, Ooh. all me listen, all memes aside here, I have to give props to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man because nobody can do J. Jonah Jameson like J.K. Simmons. <laughs> and like, the, no, that's not even like My, a, that's I was not smiling even... so heavily. And then I'm just like, frown. Okay, oh, no, but, I no, no, that, I but I that's not even a J.K. Okay. Simmons meme. That's yes. just a, I think... 
almost fact. like he's played almost every rendition of J. Jonah Jameson since the original trilogy, and I think there's been like a couple things where it hasn't been him. Yeah. But you just you can't replace him. You're right. You're so right. I'll give credit to the movie for that, but my favorite Spider Man is hands down Tom Holland. All right. Toby. Oh and we saw that coming. <laughs> I know. But okay, so I agree with you, Pat, where like he's not the best Spider Man, but to me, Spider Man is Peter Parker. And you can't have the you have to have the foundation of Peter Parker first. No, no, that is that is very I yeah. get you. Yeah. I get that. He nails it. He's the nerdy outcast that nobody likes, yet is has the strength that you know in that he has his own morals to, you know, live up to and like uncle ben and like that relationship with um whoever played between toby and whoever played uncle ben perfect um and like not really necessarily the best spider-man but the best spider-man movies are the original trilogy in my opinion because sam raimi was able to direct the story in a way that i got it as a kid i got like all the morals and i got all the like the entire story Mm -hmm. where with barely any awkward like, I mean, there is a little bit of awkward, like, what am I supposed to do? Kind of like him talking to himself. <laughs> but there's not too much of that. And, like, instead of having – because in this, you know, in this movie, Spider-Man's alone. He's alone through, through trying to figure this out just based on flashbacks to Uncle Ben and, mm-hmm. like, learning along the way. Yeah. He has nobody, like uh, – he doesn't, he doesn't have a Tony Stark to talk to, to to have him explain the theme of the movie, right? So he just – he embodies, like, as Peter Parker – he embodies that to the audience, so I think that's why that's why I like Toby the best. Oh no! Right. Like, and I will say with my whole take, like I would want to see mask come off. It's McGuire. Yeah, but I don't want to hear him <laughs> behind that mask. <laughs> don't he, say that. Yeah, I just I, it's just when he's masked up, I can't I can't get behind it. Because <laughs> he doesn't quip enough. He doesn't clip enough behind the mask. There's no, there's no sass. Yeah. One of the, it was the longest read of a comic book for me, was the last three issues of Deadpool, ver, Deadpool and Cable, because it's <laughs> Deadpool versus Spider Man, two or three <laughs> issues, and I had to reread every page, because they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as I look back at my notes in for that Spider Man episode we were gonna do, I was hands down Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So I've changed my mind. Okay. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is the best old Spider-Man. That was a very good point. And I never even thought of that. Um, the only we old got... Spider-Man. <laughs> but, okay. Like, if, old man Spider-Man. Like, yeah. That's, he's definitely... If we got, like, Peter Parker in, like, college, I could probably take a Toby. We did. <laughs> he did. That, <laughs> That'd be Andrew Grove. I will say, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is the only one that's Outside of high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, he gets into college, I'm pretty sure, in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, he graduates high school in yeah. the first movie. Like, cool. He's then in college and an adult, mm-hmm. which is great. That's major points. Yeah. But, like, I'm come also, on, Holland. I'm get very, out of high school. <laughs> I'm just very much so trapped with the idea of Peter Parker being a high school kid. Yeah. The 1965 yeah, I know. Come on, 1965. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the last thing I want to talk about with, with the Spider-Man movie now is um, my favorite line. And it comes up in both movies. And it's whenever they say, what the fuck, and cut it off. It's perfect. <laughs> yep. Aunt May in the first one, and then Peter in the second one, when at the very end when Mysterio reveals his identity. It's yeah. just, now they have to end No Way Home that way, too. And I want to, 
I don't want to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil yeah. it. I'm not going to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. This is just my personal opinion that he's going to get stuck in a different dimension. And he's going to be like, what the? Then Doctor Strange has to Kind of like Loki when he saw the Kang statue in Loki. He's yeah. gonna, that's what's going to happen to Peter, I think. What if like Toby ends up being the new Spider-Man? In the- <laughs> be so okay, cool. buddy. Huh. Let's move on to number 10 for Pat. <laughs> uh, Guardians 2. You made top ten. I'm okay. I'm okay yeah. with that. No, um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yep. Yep. Honestly, it's it's something I did bring up with other Guardians movies that have been mentioned, I'm pretty sure. The Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them, have drastically changed the comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did not know they were a team before these movies. Mm-hmm. And Guardians 2 watching Baby Group pop around, watch Rock, Rocket do whatever Rocket wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> I actually was like, okay, crap, I have to go read these comics. Yeah. <laughs> and like Guardians 2 is the one that made me go, all right, there goes the, let's, let's increase those comic sales. <laughs> like I, I absolutely love, I love these movies. The music's great. Yeah. The, the jokes, there, there's some comic book jokes in there. The whole taser face thing. <laughs> taser, taser face. face. What sort of name That's is your that? name? Yeah. What sort of name is that? <laughs> um, it's still, I will say though, my favorite line is the Mary Poppins. I'm Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins y'all. y'all. <laughs> my mom watched this movie because of that line. Yes, you <laughs> my that. mom watched this movie. My mom's favorite movie is Mary Poppins. That's that's yeah. her intensity. Like <sighs> that's her level of drama. Like <laughs> things don't get wild and crazy in her world. And I'm just like, you should watch this movie. There's Mary Poppins <laughs> reference. She's like, no. So my dad put it on. My mom's like, all right, I'll sit down. And she's just knitting and trying to ignore it. And then like. What what do you mean I'm Mary Poppins? And I was like, what? Put it back, put it back. How do you see all of this? Um, I actually didn't all I had was positives for the movie. I didn't really have anything too yeah. negative. Oh, yeah. See, I'm always negative. I can find the negatives on everything, but it's just I couldn't find any. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. I did. I tried, but I couldn't. Top ten. I before we move off of Guardians, oh. I really, really do think that I would like these, but I have such a hard time sitting down watching a movie I know. as you can tell <laughs> no, i mean i was playing pokemon kind of mindlessly while i was watching but i okay it took me like an hour to get through a gym because mm. i'm watching civil war um but i only care about guardians for like three side characters and the music and i don't think that's enough to get my tiny peanut brain through like two and a half hours or whatever the fuck these movies that's are fair. oh i was also say the drop of adam warlock without seeing adam warlock because five fucking post credit scenes in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Because Adam Warlock was is supposed to be the one to undo Thanos. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just swoops in and just undoes all of it without any issues. <laughs> You're gonna tell me the guy from Where the Millers that gets his balls bitten <laughs> by a spider is gonna beat Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm very interested to see his take on that character. I'm hyped. Anyway, um, number ten. Ten step. Um. For a movie that I've only seen 40 minutes of, I really enjoyed it. Thor Ragnarok. Yay. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to finish it when we finish this podcast, and then I might have to do some re-rankings when we record the fourth episode. Yeah. That's going to be so much fun I don't for me. think I'm going to. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to. Um, but, I, I mean, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. It's, for someone who has been pretty vocal about not liking Loki... He's been all right in this. Uh, it was nice seeing Zach Levi for uh, about five seconds before he immediately got stabbed. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. broke my tiny little heart. Um, <laughs> he's Shazam. He's okay. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's play get help. <laughs> no, we're not doing get help. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. I need to find someone. I for listeners. I'm rather large. I need to find someone small in my life that I can do get help with. <laughs> Fair. I, I need that. Mm. Sean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, two little things that I will comment on. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon's in the movie. I forgot about that until I saw that scene. Yeah. Made me so happy. Um, Something I thought that was really, really cool was when Thor shows up on Asgard and he's holding his hand hand behind Odin's head. And then at like the last second, he like Loki blips back out. I loved that. Yeah. It was was fucking so good. Um, And then there was one more thing. Oh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. He's the first kind of like short cameo in a movie that I've seen. Like, you know what I mean? Love yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange so much. And um, he's just dropping Loki through time. Oh, like, I was I've been falling for 30, 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to go finish this movie and when we're done. But because I've only seen 40 minutes, we will unfortunately have to come back to this at some point. All right. All right. Number 10, Doctor Strange. Ooh. Wow. Um, but I'm going to start out with a positive. Probably the best CGI in this movie. Out of Dude, the entire MCU, oh my God. watching the fucking even the trailers, they they fucking like blew this thing up. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Just that um, extended like five minute to like eight minute sequence of like him flying through the um, the realm. I forgot what it's called, but mm-hmm. um, the mirror dimension. Yeah, like where where he's like hanging on to his eye, his own eye, mm-hmm. and he's like, and then his his hand or his fingers sprout hands, and then hands on top of hands and stuff. Fucking trippy as shit. <laughs> Oh, it was so good. Um, sort of like Iron Man, but with magic, which I thought was pretty cool. Benedict Cumberbatch really holds this movie together. George R. R. Martin says that the best way to have empathy for a character is to cripple them, and this is the exact or exactly what Strange goes through. He's a, he's the top of his game as a surgeon, gets taken down a notch, and then he learns to become a better man. Perfect arc. Cumberbatch really sells me on on he was nothing but those hands in the tragedy of it. Um, the writing and direction as well shines in the physical therapy montage after the accident and his depression to get his hands fixed. I really thought that was a really good scene. Like, kind of like, you know, when he's like all like, sad and depressed, he's like, I could have done better. Perfect. Mm. Perfect acting in this movie. I mean, better than Cumberbatch. Fucking amazing. Yeah, no, he steals the show. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why people shit on his accent. He holds it pretty well. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't think I didn't notice him going in. I don't have out. any complaints. Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't know why people were mad at him, but you more just like to gripe over anything. So yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah, like you. <laughs> Mordo is an interesting character because we see his negative change arc from being on the side of good to being the villain. Eventually, I, I, I hope we get to that soon. Um, I can't wait to see what Chiwetel does. Um, I like the irony of Doctor Strange's character being a man of science and a, and then a man of faith, sort of in a, in a way, man of magic. It, yeah, it is something that is not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not this plus this equals reaction. It is. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. look around and find out. Yeah, and he's <laughs> all for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after the midpoint, this movie just goes it into constantly has a fight scene or new interesting information and aspect that keeps you hooked. Yep. So, right, kind of backtracking what I said about like in Age of Ultron, where you have the, those low character moments, we take a break from that action. This incorporates that action into a, an understandable, interesting kind of 
breakneck speed, but still able to kind of catch your footing along the way. Um, uh, granted, it's a little a little clunky at times, but you know we'll get to that. Clunky, you know it's that's not it's you know. Third act subversion of expectations is good with Strange constantly dying. It was refreshing and funny and clever, which is all about Strange's character in this movie. Um, you know, because he's like he's able to outsmart the the villain of the movie instead of punching him to death because you can't do that with Dormammu. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. yeah. So a lot of great things in this movie. A little clunky times, but you know, still deserves times. little clunky times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but definitely deserves a top ten spot. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because we're moving on, and my number nine is Doctor Strange. Cool, cool. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so again, start off with a trivia fact here. Um, as Stephen Strange was getting ready to like go out for the drive and everything, his watch read February Tuesday, February second, twenty sixteen. Groundhog Day. Uh-huh. Stuck in a time loop at the end. Uh-huh. Clever. Uh-huh. I wish this was a video podcast because you see my face. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I so amazed. I honestly froze for a second. I had to process. Yeah. I can't wait for this TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Just me going, uh-huh, the whole time. <laughs> um, I'll just take a picture of myself. Just like, just like i i was floored when i saw it i was like no way no way that's so clever <laughs> yeah it's uh that just makes this movie even the, better now the, the like, only way you could get more on the notes is if bill murray was one of the uh emts <laughs> pulling him out of the car like <laughs> that's it <laughs> like ah yep been there <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so strange is you know cocky ass hat but he knows what he's doing um so tony stark <laughs> yeah, exactly. But with magic. <laughs> but with magic. But with magic. Yep. Um, <laughs> so the towards the end, where um, there's the whole Astral fight scene with Doctor Strange fighting one of those henchmen with Christine in the background or whatever. Um, that was really cool to see. I, mm-hmm. I really liked the way that was edited and put together. Um, and then after he leaves and the mop falls in that scene with Christine, <laughs> that was real. She didn't even know that was going to fall. Oh, really? Yeah, that was genuine. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The little, it's the little things that yeah. make the movie that much better. And so far, we've got that. We've got um, Groundhog Day. The Groundhog Day thing. And I don't have anything else. But the, the, <laughs> mirror, <laughs> the, the mirror dimension shit is just so cool. And I want to see more of it. We did see more of it in What If. Yeah. But I really hope. Oh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, oh I'm, they're gonna go I'm so pumped. <laughs> Most anticipated the next year. Oh, yeah. Is there then, another Star Wars movie coming out there? Okay, no. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope not. Most embarrassing moment of my life at the uh, movie theater. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Doctor Strange had to make my top ten, and that's why it's at number nine. So that. Um, so I, I, got, I got into a little debate with myself on some of these. I in the last before the last episode I had to completely redo the top half of my list for a little section there. Yeah. Um but it ended up being this way Guardians won. Okay. Just double up on the Guardians for 10 and 9 because honestly they it's the same <laughs> thing. It's it, both movies are very similar. The movie the music's great. Yeah. They have that big dramatic moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. There's a lot of comedy. But it's just a fun it, movie. it just works. 
It just yeah, works. It just clicks in. Yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. The, and the, the, the We Are Groot. The actors have <laughs> We Are Groot. We Are Groot. The actors have chemistry. It, it just. Yeah. Everything comes together in that movie. And I will say the, uh, yet again, comics bit for that We Are Groot. Um, that line also terrifies me because during the Guardians of the Galaxy run that I was reading, Groot gets the Venom symbiote. Oh, <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah, um, it's terrifying. The fuck? Yeah, um, it's nightmare-inducing. And he says, we are Venom. And I'm like, no, please no, no. <laughs> so, like, that rewatching Guardians 1, I'm like, why do I have a, oh, that's why. <laughs> that's why I have a shiver. It's not because it's this big dramatic moment. Nope, nope, just all of the trauma. <laughs> yeah, yes, Pat? No, that's it. All just right. the Guardians... You know, two for one. Oh, yeah. I, when I rewatched this movie, when I had started getting ready for this podcast, I did not expect to see it high on my list at all. Forget my top ten. Iron Man 1. Um, I had a really, really good time with it, and I was shocked. Um, it was nice seeing just, like, the first moments of Tony Stark, because I know him so well mm. as, like the Tony that we've seen in Infinity War and Endgame now. So it was really cool seeing his roots and how much of a little fucking prick he was. Um, <laughs> and I just, I don't know, I just really liked seeing everything build up because um, it had been so long since I had seen just the original Tony. And um, it's just, it's nice seeing as like weird as it is to say low tech Tony. Yeah. Because like I've, really only been tuned into the MCU for maybe like four or five years. So I just was so out of touch with that. Yeah. And I, I had notes for this one. If I can very briefly pull them up. Here are my notes. <clears throat> I really wonder what Iron Man would have been like if it came out in 2021. Oh, Definitely no jokes. <laughs> Nothing yeah, as, even as close. As much as he does. Um, my favorite quote was, I'd be out of a job with peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Immediately after, all caps, just pure excitement, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Why? Not e- no, not even for that. Like, nothing related to that. Just Does he also have a neck vein? No, nothing with that. Okay. Just <laughs> bad times at the El Royale made me go, oh, fuck yeah, Jeff Bridges. Ah. <laughs> have you seen that movie, Pat? Bad no. Times? Oh, my God. One of my I, favorites. No. You reviewed it on the podcast. Yeah. I will say, I am terrible at watching movies. So oh, the fact that I watched 25 out of the 26 <laughs> is a miracle. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So, you know, and I, I watched two of them before episode two of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd already started this podcast before yeah. and only watched 23 Listen, of them. Listen, I finished Civil War an hour ago. It's okay. But yeah, um, we're getting to the point, not that any of my rankings have been good or valid at stop. any reason. Um, we're getting to the I mean, point. I agree. Jeff Bridges is a good villain in the movie. That's all I'm saying. Okay, just cool. excited over Jeff Bridges. Okay, cool. I just assume. <laughs> I mean, watching no. him. Based on your track record. record. No. Okay. <laughs> stop it. I mean, watching him angrily scream that Tony Stark had built this Tony in a Stark cave. Tony Stark built this in a cave. <laughs> Pause. With a bunch of scraps. <laughs> It's just oh, a weird pause. And the there. fact that a scientist came back. Yeah, he came back in uh, Far From Home. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that guy wasn't this before. Dude, that's Ralphie from Christmas Story. Yes, yeah. he is. Oh shit! <laughs> of all of all people to play that role, you know. Yep. Weird. But long story short, we're just getting to the point where 
everything I'm kind of ranking, especially my top five, is just pure <laughs> fucking enjoyment. Yeah. It's the stupidest little reasons, but it's like one little thing that just made my tiny heart so happy that it just <laughs> pings it up on the list. All right. Well, that tiny little heart's going to be broken a little bit. Uh, Captain America First Avenger. Oh. You know. So it's it's low in my top ten, but it's still in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll so take it's number it. nine or eight. Number nine. nine. Number nine. Right. Nine. 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 Which fits for Captain America. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why I did it. <laughs> uh, the best Phase One movie. I we can think we can all agree on that one. Um, well, other than Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the best origin in the MCU. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I want more. I want a more personal rivalry between Cap and the Red Skull because they don't seem too I like agree. you know on the same page. Like kind of seem like they're fighting armies, you know. Which like <clears throat> probably was the point of the movie, but like you know, I, I like a connection between my hero and my villain, you know. Um, Skinny Steve CGI amazing for 2011. Come on, yeah. amazing. There, there, there's like random seconds where you're like that is CG, and then you forget about it. Yeah, immediately yeah. after. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. I did. Like, I'm like, I recognize this actor. When in 2011, I was just like a kid, so I'm like, I recognize him. I'm like, oh, he's Johnny Storm. Like, he lost a lot of weight, right? Yeah. And then he walks out of the thing. And you're like, oh, oh, there we that go. Makes sense. Oh, shit. <laughs> a resident Dorito. <laughs> it does an okay job uh, setting up the dynamic between Bucky and Steve. It does an okay job. It's not the best because I forgot who Bucky was in the second one. Me too. There you go. Me too. <laughs> It's funny and witty and overall a fun ride. Feel good in the best way is the best way to describe it. Uh, the makeup on Red Skull is awesome too. They yeah. really were able to lay good groundwork with the romance between Steve and Peggy, and it keeps you invested until the very end. Game. Stop. <laughs> Does a decent job world building with vibranium, the shield, and the tesseract. Um, I like the montages between uh, showing Steve's prowess as an actual captain and how he leads a team. You know, with like, like the kind of montage where like all like the serial movie serials, and he's like checking the watch, and you see Peggy's Peggy's face, and he's like, "Don't look at that." You know, it's my my love. Yeah. So, um, uh, third act problems again with just a big action scene, but gets extra points for the goodbye to Peggy. I, I think that was a very well done scene. That was. Uh, I remember this score better than most too because of my Marvel supercut. <laughs> Why exactly that one? Just because you? Oh, because it would always transition from um, the little kid with with the trash can as the shield, the cla- okay. trash can lid, like and it would transfer transition to the Tesseract opening of the Avengers. And I just seen that too many times because my stupid editing program wouldn't load the crosses all correctly. <laughs> ah, ah. Okay, okay. Um, I said I don't know why, but I wrote by Bucky. <laughs> yeah, because he got hooked off the train. Yeah. Removed from a train. <laughs> Rather <Bye, Bucky>. violently. <laughs> Pretty sure I said the same exact thing. I'm like, peace, Bucky. <laughs> like that. And like, okay, so at the beginning of the scene, I knew he was going to die because, or die, in quotes, because the montage ended just as uh, for this particular fight mission. I'm just like somebody's gonna fucking die. It's probably gonna be the best friend. This is how movies work. So yes. Um. But yeah, that's the end of my notes. Uh. Number nine. Uh. Decent. Not the best, but still like a top the best 10. origin. Best origin. Best. Um. Best origin in the MCU. And what else did I say? Best Phase One movie. Both wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anybody else have anything to say on these movies we just said? Is that's all I had to say? It's just wrong. Wrong. <laughs> 
I won't do it. I won't do it either. Yeah, Short, yeah. Short yeah, to we're... the point. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to number eight. Avengers 1. <laughs> so this, I, I like this movie a lot, mainly because um, it's it's got a lot of nostalgic factor for me. Because, like, I think I started, I did watch the first Iron Man, the first two Iron Men, didn't watch the Hulk, didn't watch Captain America, watched the first Thor, and then saw Avengers mm-hmm. um, when this all first started. Um, and then, because I saw them all together, I was like, oh, this is going to be so sick. And it did not disappoint for the most part, because it was, honestly, at that point, the um, ultimate team-up movie, like, ever. <laughs> like, yeah. besides, like, for most of it, at least. Um, the Avengers theme is still always just satisfying. Yeah. I love that theme music. Oh, my God. Especially in the trailers. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Infinity Wars trailer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Don't get All me right. wrong. I love that trailer. Right. Um, it is a good one. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, my one of my favorite uh, quotes is uh, when uh, Tony and Pepper are talking in the Star Tower at the beginning, and um, Coulson comes up, and, <laughs> yeah, and she's exactly like, Phil, come on in. And he's like, Phil, his name is Agent. It's <laughs> 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 like, that's great. And then from one of our teases for the uh, – Second episode, I believe, was I have a plan. Attack. Yeah. No, that, that's that's also my Stark, notes here. We need a plan of attack. I have a plan. Attack. attack. He, uh, so specifically for, that scene, he talks totally not like Tony Stark in that scene. That yeah. one particular scene. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I mean, for the smartest man in the MCU at that moment, he has a really dumb idea. <laughs> yep. Th- this is punch also- it in the face. <laughs> when in doubt, punch. This is also the first. Disney made Marvel movie in for like of them. So Disney released the first one. I can definitely see their influence on it. Yeah. Um specific who who's the cinematographer of this movie? They need to Great question. They need to get better. <laughs> wow. Wow. It was very um, flat lighting. No, it, just, it looked they, like a TV I'm show. I'm gonna look it up now. Um I mean they did dump everything into that one fight scene. So Yeah, I know, I know. And uh, then after that it was camera person? Ah, that's good enough. <laughs> three li- three point lighting. Okay, cool. So, no we shadows. Awesome. <laughs> the um the scene between Loki and Fury when he's trapped in the uh, the cage, um that always has a special place in my heart because when I was editing at SUNY Adirondack, um that was a scene I did for a um like a supposed to be like a lyric video for like a music video, but I did it as a quote instead and like quotes from the movie. So I laid out that whole scene with like um subtitles and made it come in. Like, cool and shit. I don't know why I oh. picked that movie, but I, I did it. That's cool, though. And Yeah, it was... So I know that pretty much front to back, that whole monologue right there. Before um, we get too far, really small world. Uh, the cinematographer for the original Avengers was also the cinematographer for Bad Times at the El Royale. Who was it? Um, Here's his name. Hang on. That guy. Can't pronounce it? No, I can. I'm just passing it to you. Seamus McGarvey. Never heard of him. The only thing I saw that I recognized was Bad Time. But see, but Bad Times is really well lit. And it was just like, he got better. Cool. <laughs> um, Three years of difference. Shaman. Go Seamus. Yay. <laughs> uh, then there's another quote. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, just this movie is, it has heart. It has Disney influence, which I think made it a little better. Like it was the first Disney Marvel movie. So it, it kind of like 
helped out a little bit in that department. It's when you first started seeing the Avengers become and the jokey big budget, like the big stuff. budget, yeah, yeah. kind of like the the theme and and uh, yep. yeah, that, that that they're known for now. But yeah, mainly nostalgia factor is why I placed it at number eight here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, moving on to Patrick for number eight, uh, Iron Man one. Okay, okay. cool. Um, honestly, it's fitting opening. You know, little little updates here and there. Um, I did like the Ironmonger. Je- the Jeff Bridges doing his thing. The whole look of his suit being the out, like showing the uh, mechanics on the outside of the suit versus Tony's being on the inside because Tony can figure out how to get all of the mechanical pieces <laughs> yeah. blocked by plating. And Jeff yeah. Bridges' team is just going. I mean, we built it, but I don't think it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> and. Honestly, my favorite line from this movie, it's also my favorite moment, is the, how'd you deal with the icing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> just watching watching that moment of, how'd you deal with the icing issue? And just Jeff Bridges going, wait a minute, what icing issue? And then realizing, his shit is fucked. <laughs> he's, he's screwed. Somebody, you think you want to go to Horny Gale? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> just like, so specifically, what I'm thinking of is when... Um, <laughs> When Pokemon Unite came out, my brother was a Gardevoir main, and every time he would run up to somebody and use a specific attack, he would yell, Gardebonk. <laughs> that's, that's all. Okay. But yeah, no, that's, that's really all I got. Everyone's covered everything else for the most part. Um, Number eight. eight. Yeah, it's been a, I bumped this one down a little bit. Um, Dan, we are both going to talk about Avengers movies on our turn. Um, but I'm gonna talk about Endgame. My heart. <laughs> My heart. Um, if it makes you feel any better, Infinity War is not coming up in this episode. So I, 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 I've redeemed myself. <laughs> um, it just barely got bumped down a notch. It's so good. Like I don't have anything negative to say about this movie, but mm-hmm. just from here on out, the other movies just kind of like it's right above it for some little reason. Um. <laughs> That's all. That's it. That's all, folks. That's all. I I don't have a lot to say. I didn't take notes. I'm kind of doing shitty on this podcast. Oh, that's okay. That, but that's it. Um, it Infinity War and Endgame were like absolutely game changing. Um, I don't think anything I've ever watched in my entire life was more heart wrenching than these two movies combined. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't wait to talk about my 45 minutes of crying. Yeah, it was a All long right. car ride. <laughs> <laughs> Not for this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, These I were think, tears of joy because everyone came back. <laughs> but it's a it's a little weird thinking about the ending of Endgame now with Cap going back in time to Peggy after just watching Civil War and seeing him make out with her niece. Yeah, a little weird. It makes me yeah. a little uncomfortable. Yeah, everyone noticed that. <laughs> makes me a little, little uncomfortable. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> like it, it was weird in the first place, just him doing anything with Sharon. But then, like reflecting on it now, seeing Endgame, and that he still goes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that had to be a weird conversation. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna have a niece, <laughs> and I'm sorry. And she's gonna be like super hot, yeah. and like, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna go sleep on the couch for a week, <laughs> a month. Also, why does he look like Joe Biden? Dude, he does look like Joe Biden. It's fucking weird, man. Like it. It's eerie. But wait, is Joe Biden Captain America? No. <laughs> just, wanted to, just wanted to ask. Just wanted to ask. We can have stupid questions. It's okay. Um, 
But I think the one really great thing that Endgame gave us was Morgan. Yeah. Yes. 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 The absolute angel that is Morgan Stark. Who should be Ironheart, but whatever. <laughs> well, maybe she will come back. Maybe. Maybe, maybe she'll be in the show, maybe. Maybe. I said maybe a lot. She's not Ironheart. I don't want it. Like, <laughs> there's potential. She's well, perfect. It's, it's Riri, Riri Williams. Williams. I know. She, I know it's Riri Williams. Oh, Fat Thor. Yeah, Fat oh, Thor. Fat Thor. Lebowski <laughs> Thor. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I, I will say, my first watch, I completely missed the move out of the way Lebowski line. <laughs> <laughs> completely missed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, number my number eight, Spider-Man: Far From Home. All right. In my opinion, Spider-Man isn't Spider-Man without New York, so this was untouched terrain. Okay. Not saying it's bad. Um, glad to say it stuck the landing for the most part. <laughs> uh, Mysterio is a fine villain. He served a purpose and fulfilled it. Didn't He didn't go above my expectations, didn't go below them. Um, not getting an arch nemesis vibes like how the movie seems to be pushing. Um, that's more vo- uh, Vulture, probably. Um, this movie has a lot of jokes that land. It's, it's a fun it time. Does. It tells another Tony Stark story, but shows uh, Peter dealing with the loss of his father figure in a new context. Um, there's a great CGI scene that blows me away every time I see it. And just knowing how much many how many hours went into making it, mm-hmm. absolute fucking insane. Um, the end credit scene with JJ is yet another great surprise. Like, got my fanboy dreams. Like, fucking, you know, it hit them. I don't know how to explain that, but, <laughs> um, and you know, like, um. And and with like what you were saying with the tag of like what the fuck you know yeah um like speaking of JJ I wouldn't even have thought back in 2019 seeing this we would be getting this type of No Way Home like what the fuck is this like I wouldn't have expected this kind of team up in this movie I'm just like oh my god they're actually doing it the multiverse is real and it's like fuck <laughs> it just keeps me getting more and more excited Dude, I'm so fucking hyped <laughs> this movie. Right. it's gonna be so great. <laughs> Like, and I really, you know, it's like, I don't want to be negative, but it's giving me Last Jedi hype. I was hyped for Last Jedi, and then, like, so that I happened. Was, I was hyped for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 3. Yeah. I was yeah. super hyped for Spider-Man 3. And and that's the only reason why I'm super scared about it in the next Spider-Man movie, is just because track yeah. record. Guys, we were yeah. also really hyped for Infinity War, and it gave it to And us. they delivered. The <laughs> Endgame no. was the most anticipated movie, I think, probably that's, ever. That's very true, but... As long as we don't have Tom Holland dancing like an idiot down the street, we'll be okay. <laughs> Dan it, Dan it. That's fine. Okay, whatever. But like, if they actually do it to do it, mm. <laughs> I mean, if he's mocking, down for it. Fine. But if it's a serious part of the movie, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> if, they use, if they do fucking bathos again, mm. they're getting out of that though. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, where am I? Uh, they did the Peter and MJ love storyline well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Edith plotline contrivance is glaring, and for Peter to just give it away is even more contrived. It's like my only like real negative of the movie. Um, the blip is interesting. Could have used more depth. Well, they <laughs> the did. They the did. Tuba, though. They, ha- they have. <laughs> they the tuba. <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> well, like they, they're still doing that. Like they did it in yeah. um, Wandavision. They did it in. Um... Falcon and the Winter Soldier really like, added Winter more Soldier. context to that, which I thought was really nice like, about that show. See, they are doing it. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. You wanted more in that moment. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's, it's fresh. And we're like, what? what is the blip? You know, let's figure out more about this, you know. Um, overall, there's a lot of creativity here with Mysterio and the drones and illusions. But at the end of the day, this is just the story that has too many things going on and it suffers slightly. Um, only slightly, though, as, again, they stuck the landing for the most part. That's why it's number eight. 
All right. Because so okay, most of these movies that I'm listing in my top ten are like good. Or they, they're they're well, they're not good. They're great. <laughs> With two or three bad things in them that are kind of glaring, and that I can talk about for days. But they're top tens. Okay. Okay. Well, there's only I think one or two movies that are perfect in my opinion on this list. Okay. We will get to them. <laughs> we'll get to this. Um, all right. Anybody else have anything on number eight for anybody? No. All right. Number seven. Number Guardians seven. of the Galaxy, volume one for me. And same. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's just, it's a fun movie. Like I had very low expectations for this movie and I didn't know who the fuck James Gunn was. He wrote Scooby-Doo 2. Yeah. He wrote the f- Scooby-Doo movies. And oh, I love Jesus. those. I always forget about the Scooby-Doo. <laughs> to me, he was the guy who did that movie with Rain Wilson where he plays a wrench. Or where he plays this wrench superhero. What? <laughs> it's called Super. It's got El- or Elliot Page um, when uh, he was another girl. Um, okay. And like, they're like on the ground level superheroes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> his main weapon is a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great, but yeah, it's like that's Sounds that's like what a I very Elliot Page movie though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of exposition for Phase Three in this movie, setting up the cosmic galaxy and all that stuff to come for everything there, Eternals. like you know, Eternals, Captain Marvel. Maybe not necessarily Captain Marvel, just the Mar- the cosmic part, getting to the space aspect. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, my favorite line in this movie. <laughs> Okay, so um, it's when Gamora is first on the ship or whatever, um, and Pete, she like walks up the stairs, and Peter turns to, I believe, Rocket or Drax, one of them. He's like, oh, she has no idea. If I had a black light in this place, it would be a Jackson Pollock panning. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, that, that line did throw me off re-watching. I was like, he said that. In a, oh, God, he said in a Disney movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and like, um, so the best scene is we are Groot. They're all falling from the sky. It's, it's just so sentimental. It's well done. It's, I don't know. I just can't get over the fact that that's Vin Diesel saying it. He's just saying family, but a different way. (laughs) (laughs) We are family. (laughs) Um, so I got a what if, I got a what if for you guys. So originally, or what if um, Edgar Wright directed these movies? Well, I mean, he should have directed Ant Man, but whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, well, like this movie, I think would have fit him pretty well as well. Like it's just, you know the funny, goofy, the, the goofy, goofy, fast paced, goofy, Maxi. Yes. Can we move on? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That was the goofy movie. Was a big part that of our childhood. <laughs> that was that was dumb. Dude, Powerline. Right. That was the shit. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll do a different one instead. Um, you can probably cut that out. Um, <laughs> so, whose story is the most tragic here? Drax, Gamora, or Quill? Because they're all pretty fucking tragic. And R- Rocket, honestly, too. I mean, we don't really know much about his story at this point, but... Science experiment, honestly. Yeah. It, that, that's really what it, what it boils down to is just science experiment. Can I make a raccoon talk? Yeah. Let's see, can you? Should I make a raccoon talk? No. <laughs> can I pick somebody that's not on your list? Yeah. Nebula. I mean, yeah, okay. But that's why I didn't include her. Because <laughs> she's a clear winner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, out of all the three of them, yikes, uh, probably Drax. It's not. It's played as a, dro- as a joke. Um, 
because yeah. he loses his entire family. Yeah, his entire family is just you know? wiped. <laughs> by fucking Thanos. So. Yeah. Or, no, by Ronan. Oh, it was, it was Ronan. It was Ronan, yeah. 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 But I believe it was under order. Oh, yeah, under order of Thanos, yeah. Yeah, I, so. I was going to say... Um, Gamora's like entire planet gets wiped. Exactly. Thanos, That's what, but at that point, we didn't really know that. Yeah. yeah. Half so. of her planet. What? <laughs> it's half. Yeah, it's oh. half. That's his whole thing. I, I was gonna say rocket as well because rocket is just that's oh god, <laughs> that's awful. It's like yeah. So I, I'm picking. They're Drax. all they're all just they all just have terrible lives. They're all just trying to be come not together. terrible, and it, they're just being terrible at times. I the only one who's Drax is the invisible guy who eats chips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's such a perfect scene. <laughs> all right, that's that's all I got right now for Guardians. Um, that's my number seven. <laughs> Pat, what you got? Uh, my number seven was Black Widow. And I, I, I know. So high. I know, but wow. And it, it, it blindsided me with this one. It's honestly, so I was, I was more shocked than you guys are. <laughs> um, but the reason, the main reason why this kind of stuck so high is it felt like a comic book for me. Okay. It, it felt like Daredevil season two, as far as watching. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because Daredevil season two, they. They literally took the comic book and went, make this the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, like and the rooftop watching, thing. yeah, and watching Black Widow, I'm like, why, why am I ignoring, why am I ignoring what I'm fidgeting with so much? And I'm like, it's because I want to read this. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm sold. Like this, this is making top ten, and then I'm like going through my top ten, going. This is surprisingly gonna, this is surprisingly high. I don't know why. <laughs> it just is. Um, Red Guardian scenes, love them. Um, I, I have talked a lot about this. The biggest, my biggest problem though was just the Taskmaster tech. Yeah, the yeah. tech of it. The tech that Taskmaster has. Okay, because he's just memory issues. Mm. He has no long term memory, so all of his short term goes straight into instinct, mm. which is why he learns how to fight. Right, just watching. Captain America for five minutes. He's like, cool. Yeah, I now, know all of his moves. Now that now you know they, or, but they they added the tech aspect to make it more realistic. I get it, but I just eh. okay. <laughs> that's my only problem with it. But otherwise, I just loved the whole thing, start to finish. Interesting. All right. You didn't even mention Yelena once. Oh no, her <laughs> mocking was beautiful. Just mocking all of the. Why do you posing? Why do you do this? Such a pose. Yo, I was yeah. watching Civil War and Spider Man did the pose when he fell down. I'm like, Elena oh, needs to see no, this. No, it is the superhero pose. <laughs> there's, there's the two. There's the kneel, which Iron Man always does, and then there's the one that Widow does. And With her leg out. Yeah, that's what Spider Man did. And then there's, um, it was because science YouTube channel did a whole thing on mm-hmm. the superhero thing, and they realized. You would shatter your own knee yep. jumping from like more than two and a half feet and landing like that. And it's like, oh. <laughs> and she does it so much. <laughs> yep. This was, this was a lot of good self-reflection. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can cut it out just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Cool, a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's all I really got because we have talked about Black Widow a lot. All right. Oh, just wait. um i just talked about it captain america civil war okay um i watched it at this point two and a half hours ago Um, it's fresh pleasantly surprised it was really good um i went in expecting something entirely different uh specifically ready to be 
hands-on go cap go uh and i did not walk out that way um and i mean i think over the past couple years like superhero movies have been addressing it more where it's like hey like we're destroying shit everywhere we go and i always wondered like from the logistics like how does this work like do they have insurance how much is their monthly payment like so they answer that in homecoming yeah rent so it's it's one thing i think i think it was announced at one point but it's something I very much want, and it was from a random Tumblr post on the internet. Mm-hmm. I want a damage control TV show because damage so control cool. is the insurance company, mm-hmm. yeah. but I want it shot in the style of The Office. <laughs> so they're interviewing these employees. No, no, but as they're interviewing these employees, there's just carnage going on behind oh, yeah. them. Thor smashing someone's car. No, I and remember there's just the guy, this post. Like, there's just a the guy sitting there like, "I work with Thor," and you just hear like car alarms <laughs> to see the hammers in by, and he just goes. <sighs> there's another one like i want the, that's what i want i want damage control so like oh bringing that God. up just oh uh. <laughs> i that's really that's a good idea yeah, it's not ex- okay so it's not exact but um it's not exactly what you're talking about but it, it the idea of of like the office style with like just regular humans based on the on su- in a superhero world mm-hmm. um they did do or screen junkies did like a, a small a short tv show with jonathan lipnicki um, jeez. Oh, uh, him and uh, Jamie Kennedy, um, they were in jeez. it. <laughs> yeah, very interesting picks. But it was it was almost kind of like that where they were like it was like an office style kind of comedy, of living in a superhero world and like they they clean up the messes. And there's also another show on I think it's on NBC. I think it was called Powerless. It had Danny yeah. Putty in it. Yeah, I did see um, that one. Yeah, so they, it ran for like half a season or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so there is something out there if you want to check that out. Yeah, no, but I I just very much want it as a Disney plus show sort of thing. Like, yeah, give us, give us that level of just people trying to just keep track <laughs> of the tally that you just have. It's like, like how much oh, money yeah. is <laughs> going into this? Yeah. Cause like comics wise, U S government spending on the military is a hundred percent just going to the Hulkbuster, <laughs> Hulkbuster <laughs> program. Like they're just trying to keep Hulk in control. And they're like, he just blew up another town. I mean, sure, he was fighting a villain, but he just fell into another town and annihilated <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, backtracking to where I was, um, I understand, like, I don't think that, that either, like, Cap or Tony is obviously right in the situation. I think that, like, like, Team Tony, like, means well, and I know what they're going for, but I understand the flaws, but I also think just, like, fully unhinged still not the solution and watching this movie again reminds me why i didn't like wanda at first because i didn't really like wanda in this movie still because she's just kind of just like she's still a tool yeah and she's so unhinged mm-hmm. and it's just, it's like terrifying watching her just like do something and then as soon as she done she's just like so scared of herself realizing just how like destructive and there's so many things where like you could handle this so much easier, but instead you're blowing up an entire building or just like throwing cars at people when you could just like you talk. tone it down. Talk it out. Just tone it down. <laughs> it's like you're here and you need to be like here. She in the comics, she is a multiversal threat. Oh yeah. Yeah, House of M is all yeah, about her, right? She is yeah. She wipes out mutants everywhere mm-hmm. in that event. And it's not just like, ah, oh, the United States went from 22 million to 2 million mutants. No, that was all over the world, mm-hmm. all over the multiverse. Like, mutants just stopped having powers. It's like, fucking crazy. She's, she's terrifying oh, as a character. Yeah. And, like, they nailed it. 
especially for Civil War. Mm-hmm. I want to see her like really be the villain in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I think she's going to end I'm up not, being the I villain. don't want her to be purposely the villain. I don't want her to be making dark choices on purpose. Just right, accident- but, well, accident- based on her trauma. We've already of, seen yeah, that, though. But like accidental villain yeah. just affecting the whole multiverse. So it's like, they. I mean, they just did that, though, in WandaVision. So they like, didn't have any lasting consequences with her. But we've Monica Rambeau is just like, they but, would, but they, we've seen they that she's capable. We've seen what she's capable of doing with being, at the end of it, the accidental villain. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if it happens again. Um, the last thing I'm going to say about Civil War, though, is it was really cool seeing Zemo in action because I spent four months watching everybody on TikTok freak out and thirst over him. And I'm like, who is this man? Who is he? And now that's I've seen him in action. And that's all I care about. He's completely different in Falcon and Winter Soldier. So uh, we're not reviewing that, but he's completely different. And I hate yeah, him. he is. I did not fucking know who that I did was. Not like, I did not like him in yeah. Civil War. I was okay with him I'm in going Falcon to dance Winter Soldier. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was so not, funny. That's, this is not the guy who lost his entire family in Sokovia. This is not the same guy. No. Well, he said time to reflect. <laughs> he was in prison for a while I yeah hate superheroes my <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven uh yes guardians <laughs> of the galaxy and i i like peter quill as a main character like i just like him as much as he's a fucking dipshit yep. in infinity war i like him as a main yeah, character he kind of had like a the character are kind of like went backwards a little bit in infinity war yeah i think my only problem is because i saw infinity war first yeah i think yeah. that really he, ruined it he's for a me stupid dipshit in that movie and he's like where's gamora <laughs> no you didn't no you didn't i'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Yeah, fucking, yeah, whatever he has a great Fuck character. You did. <laughs> he has a great center point to his character in his mom uh the soundtrack of this movie mm. is next level yeah um as for the as a first foray into more crazy and out there world of the mcu this is a great entry um Unlike how Eternals kind of was. Uh, it's fun and funny. Weak villain, which is to be expected at this point. Um, the Guardians are, are the Guardians feel like a ra- ragtag group at the end of this one. Maybe not a family, which the second one really expands upon. Family. Family. <laughs> Overall, I like this one. Don't love it. Mostly because for how daring it was to open up the universe, we're now used to it. Mm. Um, but this is the first step in there. So that, that gets points for that. Um, like the Avengers had the novelty of introducing them together, later movies expanded upon that and made it better. Yandu's also great. Um, that prison escape scene is gold. I mm. fucking love that. Where he's like, you know, like, don't push that button. And he, Groot's just like, pushes in the, the button. Like, <laughs> yeah, in the background. <laughs> oh, he like, he like rips something out of the wall or something yeah. like that. Like, I'm going to come it's back to that later. with it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> they steal the guy's leg. Um, oh my god! He's like, I need that guy's leg. Okay, I'll go get it. Like, listen, I need your leg, buddy. <laughs> so good. Uh, I do think the movie's a bit contrived with dead with dead being stupid. Who's dead? Okay, typo. I have no idea what I'm trying to say here. Okay. Um, and calling in Ronan to fight, ultimately costing them the oh Drax. Drax is being stupid and calling in Ronan to fight, ultimately costing them the yep. power orb. Sounds all although Drax is established as stupid, it's just annoying. Um, Groot's death scene was pretty emotional or as emotional as it could have been that he is mm-hmm. a tree um, with one line yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait what does he say again? I am Groot oh I'm yeah, oh, yeah it's just I am Groot oh whole movie and you're like alright cool you're Groot <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot fun fact did you know that like um, Vin Diesel actually recorded um, all like the the different yeah, foreign languages th- yeah. in yeah. his own voice, <laughs> yeah, and he had different inflections for all the I am Groot. So it's just like, like Groot. <laughs> I I really I haven't watched the Guardians in any other languages, but 
but I really want to just like go pick some of my favorites and just like watch the, like some of the the bigger group scenes and be like, ah, that's what I was missing. <laughs> uh, uh, although Infinity War was much more tragic than his death scene in this one. Um, I will give Infinity War that. Here's an example of a good subversion of expectations where Peter Quill dances instead of fights at the end. Good, because it still tells a compelling story. That's what I've been missing with these subversion of expectations with the ex-wife. The ex-wife pisses me the fuck off. I wanted to see that shit blow up. Yeah. You know? I would. I wanted this to blow up. It didn't need to do any damage to anybody, but have it blow up. Yeah. Have it explode at their own feet. Yeah, exactly. And have them be like, have the like, you know, explode. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in conclusion, weak villain again, light, fun, low stakes. Did I mention fun? Because it's fun. Anyway. It is. It's fun. We're having fun. We're having fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So we are moving on to our final movie of the episode, number six. And we're right on track. We are right on track. All right. Well, my number six is Captain America's of War. So I... <laughs> But, <laughs> buddy, buddy, <laughs> this is uh, your twenty-five, right? I know. <laughs> hey, hey, Pat really hurt Dan's feelings. I did. <laughs> now I'm gonna hurt yours. <laughs> Go ahead and try. The movie already hurt my feelings. I've already seen Civil War, <laughs> and I had to watch it twice. <laughs> I've seen it many more times than that. All right. Uh, so all the fight scenes are really well done, really well choreographed in this movie. It has higher stakes than normal for a Marvel movie. Like, there's the political charged everything, which kind of gives it a little more of a, um, what? Political charged everything. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, like, the Sokovia Accords, the suit of armor around the world thing, um, you know, they're all just dangerous. It, It gives more meaning to, like, the. it's a more ground level movie than the other Avengers movies. It's Avengers 2.5. So, I mean, um,. The barf sequence is really kind of cool. It's the first time they actually showed like um, them de-aging Robert Downey Jr. and like de-aging. Oh, in I think you said Marvel the bar s- sequence. Barf. barf, barf. Okay, yeah, um, yes, barf. Uh, so that was really cool. The first time I saw, it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. That's cool. Also, also with that scene, that's where we do get Ironheart. What? Yes, I've heard. Riri yeah. Williams is an MIT student. Oh, is she in the crowd? Do they have yeah. like a with uh, with the with we don't you don't see her face particularly, but the that moment where he's said all of your projects are getting funded. She's one of them. She's one of the students that gets her project funded, and she builds her Iron Man suit from that. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. And Jake, so, Jill, Jake Gyllenhaal's also there. Yeah, really pissed off. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh. And whenever I see Cap and uh Falcon, I just see Cap and Cap Junior at this point. <laughs> so. <laughs> Cap Junior. <laughs> that's that's all I see. Like oh. he's he's gonna be Cap Junior to me from now on. But like, yeah, he is Captain America at this point. But he's he's Cap Junior. Mm-hmm. Steve Rogers will always be Cap. Um, in the funeral scene for uh, Peggy Carter, mm, I know exactly what you're talking about. Is it Steve Rogers carrying the casket? Because we see a one shot. Where yeah, you do see the back of an old, old man's, man's head. head that looks very much like. It could be older it, Steve Rogers. It looks, it looks like Chris Evans. And honestly, with the access of tech that he had in the future with Iron Man mm-hmm. and stuff we saw in Widow, 100%. It's, yeah. it's, definitely, it's definitely Cap. Yeah. It's him. It's him. It's him. It's him. <laughs> That's it. It's got to be. Like, Seth, what do you think? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which I didn't even think about that until now. Yeah. Yes. Like, because he could live out his whole life again with Peggy, and then when she dies, he's just there. And then now he has one last mission to wait for uh, the end of Endgame again. To wait for everyone to disappear and do nothing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's in an alternate timeline, which we don't know that for sure. Like, well, they kind of broke the did, rules yeah. with their own time travel. Yeah, wait, wait, did did Cap both get snapped and not snapped at the same time? Well, yeah. What if he did get snapped as as an, well, old, as an man? old man? That would have been interesting. He both got, like because Thanos could have very much been like ah, Captain, to Captain America. No, he could have been like ah yes, get that one. Yeah, sure. He got one. <laughs> yeah, he's like I win. <laughs> I win even more. <laughs> Um, the helicopter scene where, you know, Steve is just holding the fucking, the, the money shot of that movie, him holding the helicopter back oh like, my God, on the helicopter, the helicopter, the helipad, whatever it's called. Like, holy shit. Like they were actually doing that too. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure he, almost, like he strained a muscle or yeah, something. I would think he yeah, strained yeah. at least one muscle. Really? Doing that. I'm, pre- I'm actually, I actually think you can see it pop if you know what you're Yeah, right. he, he oh, injured yeah. himself doing that scene. I remember, yeah, I remember like, hearing about that. He had strained a muscle in his arm. Yeah, which is I think why he switched his grip. Oh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, because he's going like this, and then he goes like this. Yes. Right? So like I think he does it to so that way he can do the scene still, but without yeah, or yeah. Without, without having to redo it because he killed himself. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly thought Rhodey was gonna die in this movie. He should have. I love Rhodey, but he should have died. Rhodey's. It would have given more stakes, but Rhodey's the only uh, war machine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We'll retire, retire the jersey. Well, now we wouldn't have gotten you know? the wars, I guess. <laughs> the, so actually, like, everyone's succe- me, succeeding each other. Let's let me, retire let me that. The only For me, the only other known war machine was Punisher, and that's a, a whole different ballgame. <laughs> that's weird. Um, that's sca- scary. That's terrifying, yeah. <laughs> see John Bernthal, I'm the war machine! <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of death. <laughs> yeah. When Zemo killed the other Winter Soldiers that were kind of frozen cryogenically, mm-hmm. I wanted to see them. I wanted to see more of them. Like another that, subverting of expectations. Yes, it would have been very cool to see that, even in What If or something. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they will do that eventually. But I, yeah, I was a little disappointed with that. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be crazy. But like, it was still a great final battle. Don't get me wrong. That one I give a pass to because they it gave us something else that's yes. even better. Yes, so. they gave us a shot right out of the front of a comic book. Yeah, in there. So I mean, like, it was well done. Um. But yeah, that's why Captain America lands at number six on um, the list. There were so many things that my brain is now catching up with that I didn't talk about when I was talking about Civil War. Okay. So while we're on the topic, I'm coming back. <laughs> I wish I watched it <clears throat> when it came out because I missed so many character introductions. <laughs> like if I could go back now and be like, holy fucking shit, like 13 goddamn times in this movie, shit would have been so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I fucking, I dropped the ball on this one. And then also um, watching just like all the emotions go through Tony's face as he's watching that computer screen of Bucky killing his parents. Mm. Like I'm crying on the couch, like holding my fucking uh, switch in my hands. (laughs) Like I got a gym battle in front of me and I'm just like wiping the tears (laughs) off of my screen. And the perfect line is like, I don't care. He killed my mom. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Mm. Lines after lines. A very well written movie. Yeah, very well written. First one for the Russos to direct, and they Second. don't disappoint any time. What they did, Winter Soldier. Right, sorry, they don't. They haven't disappointed on a single one of the movies they've directed. True. In the MCU. True. So, yeah, I, Cherry's a different story, but <laughs> Cherry's a different story. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see that. I think they didn't. They produce. Wait, I like thought a, we watched it together. We did. 
with the with the buttholes. Right, we did. Good, good job, Dan. And then I missed like the last ten minutes of it. Yeah, I was thinking something else. Uh, I was thinking they produced Twenty One Bridges as well. Then they. Right, no, yeah, I, never I saw didn't that, see that yeah. one. That looked interesting though. Anyway, yeah. uh, go ahead, Pat. You can go on to your number um, six. <laughs> number six, Captain America: First Avenger. Okay. Um, Pat has good taste. <laughs> The reason why I like this one is because it's one of the, you know, accurate to the comic, you know, uh, pages. We get his first appearance on the big screen where he punches Hitler. Mm -hmm. That's his first comic book cover. And I was all about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, and it was something that the Internet showed me. And I was like, no, that's not real. And then rewatching this movie. It is um, Bucky was getting very much mind controlled after before that first rescue. Hmm. You can see the bruises on his face that match the mind control in Civil War. Oh. Oh. They match the plating that went over his face matches bruises on his face in Captain America the First Avenger. Oh. Oh, that's really cool. So like so they they had a plan from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like I can that, and honestly, that gave bonus points for Civil War, and it still is my 25. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it yeah. makes me wonder, though, why I would they pick Bucky? Of all the soldiers that they captured. Because of the bromance. I get it. I, I mean, know. he was also a kid in the comics, yeah. so he <laughs> he grew up training with Black Widow and a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. So, like, Bucky has a very different history for the comics than what they could do for the movies. Yeah. Um, I feel like just, like, in the movie, they just kind of picked him out of a hat. Yeah. And they're just it, like, this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like coincidence. Oh, this doesn't bite us in the ass. You yeah. Know? It was more like coincidence that that guy becomes the Winter Soldier. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was, Cap got, Cap got boosted just because the the attention to detail mm. um, from Bucky's face and... That's really the cool. First thing, and honestly, the line of "I've punched Hitler two hundred times." I think I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've punched Hitler two hundred times. Keep punching hit. Keep punching Nazis. Let's go, Cap. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, te- I'm texting. I said, "Yeah, you're good." <laughs> <laughs> good job, Dan. Um, my number six. This one got bumped down a notch after just sitting here talking about this movie so many times. Or no, let me rephrase that. This one got bumped down a notch. Because of a different movie we talked about so many times. But my number six is Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Um, I, so, like, when I was growing up, Spider-Man was a huge thing in my house. But just because my older brother, like, he was a really big Toby fan. He watched the Andrew Garfield movies a lot. Like, Michael was all about Spider-Man. And then when I saw Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I was fucking, like, fully on board with this shit. I love I mean, we've we've gotten two movies. I can't yeah. say I love all. I mean, I do love all of them. Mm. I clearly haven't spoken about the other one yet. I'm so <laughs> yeah. excited for No Way Home. We are. Yeah. I, so these, these movies just have not done me wrong. Yeah. I do not have a single negative thing to say about Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And I don't care how, like, dumb that probably sounds. I just... Shit's so good. Well, you like what you like. Yeah. yeah. Like, the this franchise so far has made me so goddamn happy. Yeah. And it was my number five up until this episode, just because thinking about one other movie, it's just, it's so good. Like, my top six here, just flawless movies to me. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. So, my number six is Thor Ragnarok. 
So it's yeah. up there, Hell you know. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to love this one that as much. Yeah. Um, especially after like when we rewatched it like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, I'm like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. It still is. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt Damon and Luke Hemsworth cameos. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, gold. Uh, uh, this is a funny, funny movie. It takes you on an adventure, much like Guardians 2. But where it loses me is the lack of emotion, uh, lack of stakes, lack of overall impact. It doesn't um, need stakes. No I mean, I was getting to that. Does. It's Ragnarok. It does kind of need stakes. Uh, because, well, yeah, in a way, they built it up in Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess in a in a way, this is the movie version of Bathos, where they subvert the expectations. Yeah. But whatever. Um, but but it, it it I don't know. Thor gets a great character redesign. I'm a huge fan of the haircut in ca- uh, capeless outfit. I'm just a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor gets a great personality upgrade too. Instead of being that bland Shakespeare styled character. Um, which he was for four movies, if you can. Well, I mean, it. we did see him start changing a little bit too throughout them. Like he was getting more humorous a little bit, but like yeah. this one really took a fucking one eighty. Like, I will say his speech patterns between the first Thor and Avengers was he still had the proper, but he lost the the full Shakespearean bit. Yes, and yeah. he was still he kept his proper bit for like respectful moments, you know, to show other people respect, but then just kind of was a little bit more candid in yep. his speech patterns. Yep. And then by, yes, by this one, he's full blown. Just like, ah, <laughs> you fell down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Loki gets a great, a nice character redemption arc here. Yep. Which I guess is where the emotion and heart is, but it's few and far between in some, some circumstances. I don't care about Hela, Grandmaster or Surtur. Yeah. I don't really like her so much yet. Uh, I've also only seen maybe five minutes of her, but she's not doing it for me yet. Oh, she doesn't get much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the whole the whole Grandmaster thing. I was yeah. super excited seeing the trailer. <laughs> no, no, I was super excited watching the trailer for Ragnarok, and then I'm like, oh, you telling me we're not getting the Red King? We're getting this Grandmaster? I don't care anymore because <laughs> I wanted to see Goldblum fight Hulk. Yeah, that would have been. That's really cool. what I wanted to see, and we didn't even get like. Ah, like, oh, well. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't even get like a, a, a an attempt. Yeah, like it's, him pretending to be heroic. No, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> they teased the whole Planet Hulk thing, and it just didn't happen either. Yeah. Like, and now there now there's like there's possibly talk about talks it, yeah. of having an actual Planet Hulk movie. It's like okay, they know they messed up, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Taika here, but he needs to just give me some more of some things and less of others. What, Korg? Yeah, more of Korg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, less Hela, less Grandmaster. Um, Valkyrie. I would, I would love I to more see more of from her. Uh, very interesting character with a haunted past, and I just love that. Because, I mean, we the flashback scene with her cinematography is the next level. Remember with the, the, the yeah. lights going, and she's like falling. Yeah. And the trailer is like, it's like playing with... Um, uh, immigrant song, immigrant song it's yeah. perfect you know now thor has a theme song now so it's, yeah. it's just it's just great and you know so to end to end my ep- my my part of this episode i think thor ragnarok is a great number six because it takes everything we didn't like about thor redesigns it and adds more to it with a little extra stuff that we don't like but anyway yeah <laughs> it's still really good and that you know it's it's a great number six it's like yeah all right any last thoughts on these last seven movies? 
Danny, you're wrong. Before we get um, to the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that in there. Danny, you're wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, next episode, it's the top five. And then the next episode after that, it's No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Can't. Cannot Ooh. wait. I cannot wait. All right. Anyway, um, we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Was or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Was. Pay attention to the socials. Pay attention to our teases. Our next episode, which is going to be our top five, like Dan said before, and after that, leading up to No Way Home. And uh, yeah, so we're doing a lot of marketing. Really trying to get some fans to like listen to this. So it's really cool. If you like this, like and subscribe. That's all we can really say. Yeah. Um, if you like this more, if you like this tell, content, tell your friends. Tell your friends, please. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're not desperate. But we uh, we have a good time doing this. We hope you have a good time. Had a good time listening to this. And uh, till next time, stay cool. Cheers, bitch. Ah.